when I woke up and I saw myself in this apartment, like it was completely white. You get the idea that no, it's not actually perfect. <laughs> yeah. Frustrating, stressful, sad. Things happen for a reason. Uh, the apocalypse hit and you were rushing. People are better over there. They will spend time with you because they want to spend time. It's okay if you miss the messy place you, where you come from. Friends become your family. Everyone else's life is also moving on. That inside this little bubble, things also change. Would you do it again? I, I think that's a privilege. That's a privilege. <laughs> Why would someone go back? I would never change that. Duty in here. Duty in Hi everyone. This is a Dean podcast. I'm Aika and I have this podcast where I invite my friends and we talk about basically everything. And we had this conversation like several times with my Dean here, Lucia. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so you have to do your best to sell yourself to my uh, okay. yeah, listeners. <laughs> So thank you, Aika. It's such an honor to be here with you and to be in your podcast, your your new baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, well, as you know, my name is Lucia. Uh, I'm from Tegucigalpa, Honduras. If you don't know where Honduras is, you should check it on the map. You will be surprised how um cool my country is <laughs> mm-hmm. and yes. <laughs> it is and, and you're always everyone who hears this is always welcome to visit us just let me know and i will be happy to tell you where to go <laughs> um i myself dreaming of it for several years now oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> of course and well i i'm a little bit of everything i would say but I don't know. I studied communication and advertising, and um, I, I I did my master's degree in Darmstadt. That's how I got to know Aika because we were on the same program, not 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 master's program, but like with the same scholarship, and we both went to the to the same city. So that's how we started talking more and more, and then she became my sister. <laughs> And uh, right now I'm I work as an illustrator and animator. Sometimes I do video editing, but that's not what I really like to do. But sometimes I do it. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I, I like Led Zeppelin. That's my favorite band. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge fact about you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I couldn't leave it behind. And also, Lucia <laughs> likes to travel like me. She's oh, yeah. a long-term my travel buddy. We went yes. on a long, long and a lot of trips together and I yeah. miss it so much. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and she's also crazy about books. <laughs> oh yeah, you remember. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And also, and also buying paintings from each city yeah. I go to. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a, that's, a, that's a nice routine while Thank traveling. You. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea. Thank you. I also miss traveling so much with you. And Aika was very patient because I take pictures of everything <laughs> when I travel. Like every single rock I see on, on the road, I take a picture of it. So Aika <laughs> was always very kind and patient with me. 
Thank you, Eka, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. Yeah, I mean, I know the I know the feeling because I also take pictures a lot, and mm-hmm. I know that <clears throat> if you're traveling or just walking with somebody who is not into it, you always feel um, reserved, like not to take yeah. picture. You try not to uh, mm-hmm. take time, but I know um, how it feels like. So I was always there supporting you <laughs> with your ideas <laughs> yeah with your yes, passion thank you so much <laughs> um today's topic is actually it sounds very fun but i have a <laughs> sense that we'll get really deep into it um yeah because it's <laughs> myth about living abroad um, mm-hmm. and I love the idea because we talked about it a lot of times yeah. uh, we covered it a lot of times and I thought maybe that's a, that's a good topic to start um, yeah because uh, <laughs> yeah. you lived here uh, for two years mm-hmm. and I'm still living here and we have a lot of in common like I mean the feelings yeah. we share so yeah. uh, what do you think of um, now that you're in Honduras mm-hmm. what do you think of when you think about living abroad like what is mm-hmm. the things that you thought before moving abroad mm-hmm. which is which can be very um, stereotypical let's say And then after moving there, you found out that it's not, it's not exactly that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's it's very interesting to have like now to have the perspective before, during, and after. Mm-hmm. And uh, before I, I, I was a little bit scared because it was my first time living uh, abroad and being abroad for such a long time. And but it was I was more excited than scared. I my main goal was to actually discover myself and to know who I really was outside what was uh like common for me mm-hmm. or I, I mean outside my comfort zone and my bubble. Mm-hmm. And um I was very excited to meet people from all over the world and I also wanted to have this feeling of Uh, being a local person in Europe, you know, not just as, as a tourist, but actually being a local person, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, I know like I know the name of the streets, I know how to get from one place to another, I know the supermarkets, the stores, the bars, and everything. So mm-hmm. I really wanted to have that experience. And, um, well, Germany actually wasn't my first option. I always wanted to go to France. Mm-hmm. But things, but the universe uh, sent me to <laughs> Germany, and I'm really, really grateful for that because that's how I got to know you and all the friends that I made there. Then now I very, very dear to me, and it was a. Uh, I also think that it was a very interesting experience to go to a country which I don't really speak the language, and it was a challenge, but. It was a challenge that I really thought was really cool. <laughs> like, um, it's it was gonna be very interesting to 
to be some in a place where I don't really know how to communicate. So how is it going to be over yeah. there? I mean, I had my basic German, mm-hmm. but but that was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, then when I arrived there, a lot of stereotypes about Germans really fell out. For example, that everything in Germany is um, on time. <laughs> Because trains are not always on time. No, they're not. <laughs> Deutsche I mean, Bahn most is of the awful. Time, yeah. <laughs> most of the time they are, I would say. But not always. And yeah, especially get... I'm so mm-hmm. I'm so confused and shocked why like the faster trains are always not on time. Like you'll pay really? yeah, you would pay like fifty euros to get from Darmstadt to Düsseldorf and they're always late. And it's not like wow. five or ten minutes late. Mostly like thirty minutes late or something. Wow. And that's like very confusing because the regional trains are fine. Like if you're going from Darmstadt to Frankfurt right right mm-hmm. and it takes like twenty minutes to get yeah. there. Um yeah but it doesn't make sense so <laughs> yeah not not everything works like a clock here <laughs> exactly it's, yeah so for me that was like what <laughs> but aren't they always on time like the first times i was like okay maybe something happened on the mm-hmm. railroads or something but then it's it happened a lot of time <laughs> so i was like okay fine and also with the public transportation like inside the city you were waiting like when you wait mm. for a tram and it's like 10 minutes mm-hmm. delayed and you're like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> or maybe so that we was... were spoiled like with the good public transportation because i remember when i got here i was so mm-hmm. in love like how easy it was like you have an app mm-hmm. where you can have a look yeah. when as the tram is arriving or the bus and then you have mm-hmm. like you don't have to be at waiting at the bus stop for mm-hmm. like and hoping for the tram to arrive like in Almaty for example in Kazos and the public <laughs> transportation is awful and it stops like at 10 p.m. you don't have any buses or trams wow. so yeah it was like a, a fairy tale here so i wasn't mm-hmm. complaining about that but then after living here for several years or like several <laughs> months you get the idea that no it's not actually perfect yeah yeah i mean yeah also here in honduras the public transportation is awful like first of all it can be dangerous because you can get robbed inside the public transportation mm-hmm. um and we don't have nothing near to an app <laughs> like it's not going to happen <laughs> maybe in 20 years or even more but right now it's it's um for like the buses here are like the yellow school buses mm-hmm. that maybe maybe the US doesn't want anymore because they don't work mm-hmm. very well and then they send it back here I don't know oh. and um they they are stops like mm-hmm. where they should stop but sometimes they stop when they, when they want and where they want so it's just a mess. <laughs> and I don't I think the tra- the public transportation with buses stops very very early like maybe I haven't seen a bus at 7 p.m. for example. Oh, wow. Maybe 5 or 6 is the 
yeah is the latest you can get a bus and then you have to pay for a taxi yeah or cab yeah and well right now we have uber here it's new here but i i'm still worried about the security because who's mm -hmm. driving that car yeah. i don't yeah. know <laughs> yeah it's all yeah, so, yeah <laughs> so yeah despite that in germany it might not be perfect but it's way much better than yes, here yeah <laughs> Yeah, for example, if you if you really want to live alone here, like by yourself, mm -hmm. or you really need to have a car here. I mean, people. There are people who who use the public transportation because they have to, and they don't have the money to buy a car mm -hmm. or a motor motorcycle. But it's not the best option. So yeah, uh, yeah. In Germany, maybe they're not <laughs> the best. I with punctuality but it's it's a clean and yeah. safe environment <laughs> yes exactly yeah <laughs> also what else um i would say that people think that germans are always angry but i don't think that's the case maybe it depends on where you're living because i know that you had a, a, a different experience in dusseldorf than mm -hmm. in Darmstadt. Mm -hmm. but like the experience that i had in Darmstadt and frankfurt i mean You can feel some distance sometimes, but I wouldn't say that people are always angry. I mean, sometimes I was talking with a nice lady on the street, like very mm -hmm. small talk. Uh, and and I it happened to me also in the bus that a lady said to me like, oh, I like your glasses. Where did you bought them? And <laughs> they look very nice on you. I was like, wow, thank you. <laughs> so I, I think people sometimes Uh, don't expect that in Germany. They, they Wait, think that everyone there that is before? angry and screaming. You had that stereotype yeah. before? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, not 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 100% because my the mother of my sister's best friend, she's from Germany. She's German. Mm -hmm. And she's one of the sweetest person I've ever met. She's an amazing person and always willing to help and very very sweet so i i didn't actually have this stereotype very like inside my head mm -hmm. but i was a little bit scared like is it people going to be like very cold and i don't know mm -hmm. I, i was like i don't know maybe i i don't know what what, yeah, what could yeah. happen but it wasn't like oh i'm very sure that people over there will be angry <laughs> or cold <laughs> So I was just I don't I didn't really know what to expect and but I know that some people had has this stereotype like that that German is like screaming and <laughs> and that people here yeah, over there I are think cold. it's coming from the movies mm -hmm. like from yeah culture. totally like when you're when the drunk Germans they just <laughs> yeah they shout in the streets they're loud yeah <laughs> that's the picture of it. Uh, German. Yeah. yeah, and also the language before you, mm. you speak it sounds very like a very harsh language yes, true. but when you start learning it's not, you understand and you know that it's not as heavy and yeah. angry as it sounds <laughs> yeah, actually like when I moved um, I remember the first day in Marburg so uh, mm -hmm. 
I moved to Marburg first and then to Darmstadt because we had to do the language mm-hmm. course and that's how yes. I met Lucia over there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was with my huge suitcase like, uh, and my apartment was in the middle of the city so and mm-hmm. there was no cab or I couldn't afford a cab so I was taking my suitcase just walking like this heavy oh, no. and I was because it's like it was an old town and there were a lot mm-hmm. of restaurants around it there were a lot of people yeah. and it was hot it was summer it was August <laughs> yeah like most yeah. almost August so and I was listening to the speech to the German language and I mm-hmm. really liked how German females they talk. Oh, I really mm-hmm. liked the language, and that was mm-hmm. like completely different from what I've heard about mm-hmm. the German language. Or like we had German in school, but I took French instead, <laughs> of course, for uh, <laughs> obvious reasons. <laughs> but that was like a, that German language we had in school. It was so rude, like it the language was so rude and harsh mm-hmm. and also there was a stereotype that like you just read however it's written the german language mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah that wasn't pleasing at all but then after you arrive here and you actually hear the actual german language it doesn't sound that harsh anymore mm-hmm. yeah I was I was going to ask you like what was how would you compare your experience with people in uh, Marburg, Darmstadt, and and Düsseldorf? Mm. Uh, in Marburg, I knew that I was there only for two two months, um, mm-hmm. and it was a limited period. But like be- maybe because I was so excited to move to Germany. And mm-hmm. Marburg seemed like a fairy tale. It's like a cute town <laughs> with a castle yeah. on the hill. It's so yeah, it's like right from <laughs> the Grimm's fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> from the Brothers Grimm's. And yeah. uh my roommate, so I was uh sharing a flat with people who were living there. So it's a student city and uh yeah, the people who were living there they were nice. Um they were like giving an introduction, like how things work and which supermarkets mm-hmm. we have. And one of them, like on the first day I moved, I was so sweating because it was hot and I was so, yeah, like right after the flight, I wanted to take a sip of the water and he was eating a watermelon as I arrived. And I was like, oh, I'm dreaming of watermelon. <laughs> he was like, do you want watermelon? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and uh, they were nice. But I remember one of the uh, uh, like kind of parties, not exactly a party, but it was more picnic on the, like, close to the castle. Uh, because mm-hmm. we lived close to the castle, we would, like, we plan to make a food and then bring it over to the castle so we, Ooh, we nice. could have a picnic yeah and uh and uh one of the roommates was uh, or room, um yeah flatmates was from tajikistan actually and he also was in the language course like from the same mm-hmm. scholarship ah, program yeah yeah and he also didn't 
know that much of German and mm-hmm. so we were on the same boat <laughs> and uh, we were both <laughs> invited so we came over mm-hmm. and we expected them to speak in English <laughs> uh, but then like uh, in uh, reality we were just sitting there both of us like couldn't understand anything because I was like <laughs> I didn't know any German before mm-hmm. moving here and I was like it was too much and that was weird I couldn't understand that like why would you do that you invited people who don't speak the mm-hmm. language and you're not talking to them how rude <laughs> <laughs> yeah but then I've understood that's actually kind of a thing here um, because mm-hmm. Germans would not speak the language would, would not speak English just because of you so uh, yeah yeah it's also a good thing for them because they want to preserve the language very mm-hmm. much and that's very patriotic yeah. just and I've learned that too late but then at the end so in that party in that picnic we were just uh, talking to each other with that um, guy <laughs> um, in Darmstadt yeah. I mean I've been living here in Darmstadt for uh, almost three years now mm-hmm. uh, in October it will be three years um, yes. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I mean, not complete three years because uh, six months of them I lived in Dusseldorf. Um, mm-hmm. So I like people here. I love them. They're so nice. They're so kind, which I mm-hmm. couldn't find in Dusseldorf uh, because it's a bigger mm-hmm. city and a lot of people call it uh, like a workaholic city. Uh, wow. like a lot of companies are there yeah and mm-hmm. people are so superficial that's what I've heard from them from other Germans wow mm-hmm. yeah maybe but I couldn't have that like deep connection with people in Dusseldorf mm-hmm. that's also because of the pandemic situation because I moved like in October mm-hmm. last year and then lockdown started and it lasted for seven months <laughs> So mm-hmm. basically, I will best timing ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I had friends like who were living in a dormitory because I was living in a dormitory, and we had we shared mm-hmm. the kitchen. That was the easiest way to meet people in the kitchen. Um, mm-hmm. But still, it was kind of weird because you don't know, like you have to wear a mask in the kitchen, and you're can't stay long in the kitchen mm-hmm. and you don't know if the person feels awkward because of the mm-hmm. social distancing sort of yeah. weird times yeah uh, but so yeah. far I like I like Darmstadt I like people but mm-hmm. um, the city is a little small for me I, I want a mm-hmm. bigger space <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah. I definitely don't see myself living forever <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've told you like several times and I've been thinking about <laughs> it like a lot which mm-hmm. doesn't help you that much if you have things to focus on. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think that's also like a a myth about moving abroad that mm-hmm. it's going to be easy and fun. <laughs> like uh mm-hmm. like the advertisement from bounty chocolate you know like taste of taste <laughs> yeah. of paradise <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it's not gonna be like that no it's also gonna be frustrating stressful sad mm-hmm. 
their very different experience from yours because I was living in a flat, in a shared flat, mm-hmm. uh, and you were living alone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, when I arrived to Germany, I in Marburg as well. Um, I shared a flat with five people, and even though people there were nice, I mean they were never rude or anything. They were really really nice. It was also an awkward experience because some of them didn't got along uh, between them. So it, I don't know, it was a weird vibe sometimes and everyone was having lunch or dinner inside their rooms. There was no like like sharing moments mm-hmm. or whatever in mm-hmm. the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And this was previously, previous the pandemic. Um, so I, it was like a weird feeling and I decided that I wanted to live alone. Like I'd rather have my own space. And mm-hmm. for me, having my bath, my own bathroom was important mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I, I don't know for me that's like oh, i need my own <laughs> <laughs> and um so i decided to live alone and uh in germany it's really really hard to find a place to live yeah so yeah it's really like extremely hard i would say and especially if you're new in the country and you you don't really know how things work and you're getting used to it Um, yeah like you have to start searching for an apartment mm-hmm. like three months ahead yes at least three yes, months ahead totally. yeah and i remember mm-hmm. checking in on you if you found any place because we were both moving to darmstadt and <laughs> yeah. i was like oh, did you have a place do you have a place <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and i remember when you told me that you went to the to your interview like with or yeah. not interview but like you you went to darmstadt to mm-hmm. get to know the your flat yeah and i re- i remember that we were in the in the russian party i think <laughs> <laughs> and um or soviet party sorry and um so I, i found this this place in in a student dorm as well like one week before moving and i was like i don't care how expensive it is, mm. it is because it was quite expensive for the for the space that i was paying for and but in the end well i had the scholarship the scholarship could, scholarship could help so i was like okay fine whatever yeah actually and, i was thinking the mm-hmm. same like that was my mindset mm-hmm. as well i found this amazing flat with amazing people mm-hmm. like the room was like i had already a picture of how i see my room mm-hmm. And it was wow. like 500 euros a month. And it was kind of mm-hmm. expensive. And it's in a nice yeah. neighborhood. But mm-hmm. I also didn't care because I had a scholarship. So, yeah. yeah. But exactly. if I didn't have it, maybe I would be questioning that. Yeah, and especially if, if we were students. I mean, we don't, didn't have like a job job. So mm-hmm. it's everything is more expensive when you're yeah. st- sometimes when you're a student. Also, you have student discounts on some stuff, but like to pay for your own place, that's that's quite expensive. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I moved and and I mean, it was nice to have my my own bathroom <laughs> and my own <laughs> space. But it was very I mean, the moment I moved to Darmstadt, I just felt the distance between me and my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I it didn't felt it, I was. I was enjoying a lot. Of, I mean, I enjoy my entire time in Germany, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel like this 
I, I don't know if, if I was homesick. I don't think it was homesick. I just felt the distance. And maybe it was because I was alone. And mm -hmm. I remember the first mornings in my apartment, it was so, I don't know, I felt like a lot of weight coming down mm -hmm. on me when, when I woke up and I saw myself in this apartment, like it was completely white. I'm not used also to, to completely white environments because in Honduras and I would say Latin America, we have, have a lot of colors everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, but yeah. this place and was yeah, and also this this was uh the beginning of autumn kind of, so the 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 days were very cloudy and it was raining, oh, yeah. so I I don't think that helped that much, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean it was. There was two sides of the coin overall by living alone, like one side is like yes I love having my space and and having like yeah the bathroom mm -hmm. <laughs> my own bathroom and my kitchen and whatever but the other side is that I I it was kind of lonely sometimes like yeah I remember trying to move at your place but I didn't know that I could I could uh end the contract before I uh, before the the before living there for a year I, I I didn't know oh I didn't remember I don't know because the contract was also in German and I had to translate it mm -hmm. and maybe those details were uh, I missed those details and um, and also I tried to move to a house where there were like it was the entire house for like I don't know maybe there were like five no like seven people living there But the, the, the advantage of that place is that the room has had its own bathroom. So I was like, yes. <laughs> But uh, in the end, they didn't choose me. So, But um, I remember, I remember that flat. And you said that and they will pay for the food and they will uh, like, yeah. be sharing yeah. it. And that was kind of weird because that's not a thing mm -hmm. in a shared flat. I mean, not the mm -hmm. typical... But, but mm -hmm. I know that there are also places where they share food and I, and they're okay mm -hmm. with that. But for me, it seemed like <laughs> weird. Yeah, Ex yeah. I think that was one of the things that I wasn't sure about because I don't eat meat, for example. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I didn't have that much money because I was a student. And for me, paying for extra food that I won't actually eat was like... Yeah, it doesn't uh, make sense. Yeah, it doesn't. It didn't really make sense. So I don't know. Things happened for a reason, and I stayed in the same flat for my entire stay in Germany until the pandemic that I had to change to another flat because my contract was over and they already had booked my flat for another person. But they, the people there were was really nice that they gave me another flat that was actually bigger than mine, mm -hmm. and and they gave it to me for the same price. Um while I was waiting for to come back to Honduras because mm -hmm. flights weren't I mean governments had to organize flights and there were no commercial flights at mm -hmm. least uh, not from one continent to another and or in my case for example because I took a flight from Frankfurt to Spain with a commercial um, airline and then I took a A government organized flight from Madrid to yeah that Honduras. was a crazy time mm -hmm. 
That was yeah. right uh, when it got like very very dangerous and very exposed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like in March, right in the end of March or something. Also, I couldn't say goodbye because I was sick and I didn't know oh, yes. if it was because of Corona yeah. or inflection or something. Yeah, that was yeah. like nah. <laughs> Yeah, I know that that was uh that was really sad actually because I was um I I I had to say goodbye to a few friends. I couldn't say goodbye to everyone that mm-hmm. I met in Germany. And it was so fast. Everything was so so fast and I I feel really sad that I couldn't really enjoy like my last few days over there and yeah. I I really wanted to go and to other places, to other cities in Germany. And I didn't have the chance. And, yeah, well. it probably felt like uh, the apocalypse hit, and you were rushing, <laughs> and you were like rushing yeah. to get home. <laughs> oh yeah, my God. yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't, I I couldn't also get a job. I was I looked for a job, uh, oh, right, like yeah. online, because that was everything was online and kind of still is, but everything everything was online and. I look for jobs everywhere, like, mm-hmm. well, kind of everywhere, or the countries that I would like to work. Right. Um, yeah. And I couldn't find any job at all. So I was like, well, I don't have the scholarship anymore. Well, they, the scholarship actually helped me the, la- the two extra months that I stayed in Germany. And, um, but, I, but they wouldn't be able to give me money for a year, for example, yeah. if I wanted to keep looking for a job so I had to go back and I also wanted to to be with my family in this mm-hmm. uh, also in that time you know it's, it's it was uh, important there were mm-hmm. yeah there were difficult times and I really wanted to be there for them and to and help them as much as I could to mm-hmm. take care of themselves and yeah mm-hmm. like multiple and, factors yeah. to it e- exactly yeah. so yeah. We could also like drop some, I don't know, top things to know before moving abroad. And I would probably mm-hmm. say it would be easier at least uh, if the person would move into a shared flat. That would also mm-hmm. would be much fun. And you yeah. have friends already <laughs> like in your yeah. flat. Um, I, I know that's like the first hard thing to do uh, when you're moving abroad is just to make mm-hmm. friends some people ask questions like how to make friends um, because it's a different culture or you don't know the people here and you're just mm-hmm. kind of getting a hit out of it uh, and you don't know how they behave if it's okay if it's not so also it's it can be like that you don't feel in the same page with the society mm-hmm. you know yeah and yeah it, it it depends on also where you're coming from because maybe some people don't feel like a cultural shock also while mm-hmm. you meet people i don't know um i mean i now i have very 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 nice german friends and um i love them so much and they mm-hmm. were very helpful with me while I was there and they were very kind and um, awesome I mean mm-hmm. I love them so much 
but in general, I would say it's quite hard to make friends over there, and uh, it's not as easy as in other countries. Mm-hmm. But I, the thing that I would say about having German friends is that you know the, I mean, most of the time, or the, at least with the ones that I made, is that they're very honest and they will spend time with you because they want to spend time with you and they will help you because they really, really want to help you, not because they, it's mm-hmm. like, well, I just have to because, uh, no, yeah, not <laughs> because they sometimes feel like they, are, they feel like yeah. obliged to do that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Because that happens a lot. I would say in Latin America, mm-hmm. I mean, of course I have really good friends here I, and I love them a, a lot as well. But you can find people that might not be 100% honest with you and um, like fake friends, for example. So I don't think that's something very common in Germany or that's not something that I saw in Germany or mm-hmm. that I experienced over mm-hmm. there. And, and not only with Germans, because, for example, you are one of like maybe the... No, yeah, yeah like the honest person, the most honest person that I've ever met and Um, and that's something that I really appreciate and I really I'm thankful for (laughs) like with you because you if you don't like something you would just say it and not in a mean way but like just saying what you think and yeah but I I get into troubles just because I'm honest (laughs) (laughs) maybe not everyone understands that or likes that but I think that's really important if you want to have like a long-term friendship. Yeah. And I found that with you. I found that with my German friends and some of my friends here in Honduras. Like not not some of my, my friends in here in Honduras. Like mm-hmm. the, my close friends, they're always. I I hope <laughs> they're always honest. But but I've also encountered people that you you just feel it. You mm-hmm. know that they're not like they're not being a hundred percent honest with you and uh yeah so even if it's sometimes hard to make friends over there you know that when you make friends they're real friends Mm -hmm. yeah like supposedly (laughs) yeah it will it will take time and effort Mm -hmm. like at first you have to put so much effort in going out like exposing yourself getting to know new people because if you sit at home and do nothing then you're not Mm -hmm. gonna meet anyone and that's like that can be very stressful just because of that Mm -hmm. like you have to get out there and Mm -hmm. yeah start talking to people and that's how you build a community around you um Mm -hmm. that was like that felt very exciting to me because as soon as Mm -hmm. i moved to darmstadt i joined isaac um, it's like a student organization. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like through Isaac, I met most of my friends. I'm still friends with them. Um, also, one of the reasons why I joined specifically Isaac because I they were talking English there. I didn't have like a very like, talk in the talking level <laughs> of German. Mm-hmm. Um, so and that was beautiful. Like a lot of people. I met a lot of nice people. Um, um, but also like at the beginning it was exciting but also stressful but because of the excitement I didn't notice that I was stressed <laughs> and it might take some time like to get used to the life in general 
because you feel、mm-hmm. like you need like two three months, but actually, I think it's from six to one year, and that's okay because、mm-hmm. I felt. Like that, and if you have your own space, like if you have your own room, where、mm-hmm. um you feel like home, or you start building a sense of home, then、mm-hmm. you feel like you are in a long term here, and、yeah. you're not temporarily living here.、Mm-hmm. So that was really important for me. That's why I wanted、yeah. to have my own room. Like that, I could decorate myself、mm-hmm. um, and have plants over there, and I think that also helped a lot. I felt、mm-hmm. like okay, I'm bu- I'm buying this, and I bought like huge <laughs> wardrobe, and、uh, yeah, I was committing. Like I knew <laughs> if I bought this wardrobe, it wouldn't be easy for me to sell it out. So I knew、mm-hmm. that I'm here for whatever. Time it is. I don't know for sure, but I'm not like for two months here. I'm living、mm-hmm. here. I'm here. So,、um, yeah, that sense is important. I think when you're、yeah. moving abroad. I totally agree with you on that. Like that was. I I think that was a very clever way to think because、um, I didn't felt at home in my in my flat、mm. um, because. I all the furniture that that was there wasn't mine. It was from the building, and、um, I could decorate it as I wanted. I I put some pictures and sometimes I had plants if they survived. <laughs> But、um, I always felt like this is temporary because at some point in my life I have to return this flat、mm-hmm. because it was students only. So if I ever Had to if I stayed there and worked and whatever I I had to give it up and I I so I couldn't I couldn't build like a sense of home in that flat because it wasn't mine it was a temporary place.、Mm-hmm. Hello, Cherry Pies. Just wanted to check in quickly and tell you to subscribe to the podcast channel if you didn't do so yet, in order to be in touch with the upcoming episodes. And if you felt relatable, or if you felt good in general throughout the episode, then please do share it with your friends, family, acquaintances, because sharing is caring. And please do leave five star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening this at, because that would make it easier to be found. Subscribe to the Instagram profile of this podcast.、Um, yeah, thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, I think like another like stereotype or myth about moving abroad is that people are better over there.、Mm, oh yeah, I had I had、yes. actually that feeling. I had that mindset、yeah. before moving abroad,、mm-hmm. and also my friends were like, "Oh, you're moving to Germany. People are、mm-hmm. so nice over there. People are so, I don't know, so, and it's like <laughs> fundamentally they're the same." You can also meet、yeah. weird people here. You can、mm-hmm. also meet rude ones, also dumb ones, not that smart、yeah. ones. Every、yeah. type of human being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I I also I、um, I also didn't like, for example, that, and maybe that this is something that I also assumed before moving, is that 
when you move from especially like a country like Honduras where you have a lot of poverty and corruption and blah blah but still if you want to come as a tourist it's a nice country <laughs> um, you have a lot we have a lot of yeah problems over here it's a third world country so um, people assume that when you move to a first world country everything everything will be okay and you mm-hmm. can't complain and you can't feel like a bad feeling because you're living in a first world country so if you feel sad why are you feeling sad you're living in germany exactly or if you are yeah. angry at something why are you angry you're angry you're living at uh, in germany so it's like you're not allowed mm-hmm. to feel like i, I don't like yeah, to call like them you, negative feelings but as if you don't you're, have you're a right <laughs> yeah uh-huh. exactly so I I couldn't understand that of course until I moved and I was like yeah I'm in Germany but I'm also a human being having an experience yeah. and this is whole new experience for me like one day I wake up in Honduras and the next day I'm in Germany and everything changed like the culture the food mm-hmm. the the food mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> everything <laughs> everything is different and you can't expect to someone to adapt the same day they, they arrive. Yes, it doesn't happen. Uh, exactly. It's a process and everyone has a different process of adapting. Some people adapt very fast. Some people take years to adapt. Yeah. And that's okay. I mean, it's the human experience. And now I'm, I, I understand like, yes, you live abroad and yes, you have, it's a safe place. It's a clean place. It's a place where you can find everything you want. But it's okay if you miss your home, mm-hmm. you know. It's okay if you miss your family. It's okay if you miss the messy place you, where you come from. It, it, it's it's okay. So this is something that I, I really don't like. This stereotype that you move to another, to like a first world country and everything is fine. Mm-hmm. You, you are in paradise and it's not like that. No, it's not. And mm-hmm. I also have um, the same feeling like you. And mm-hmm. I wrote that. I've written that in many of my posts about mm-hmm. um, sense of home or like seeking for mm-hmm. for a sense of home um, because mm-hmm. I was exactly. always thinking about it. Okay, now I don't mm-hmm. live in Kazakhstan anymore, in Almaty anymore, but that's one of my favorite places on earth and mm-hmm. I'm right here, but I still feel like I belong to two worlds. And I feel mm-hmm. like I'm living in two worlds. And it yeah. doesn't make it easier. Because I know mm-hmm. I have friends here. I have friends over there as well. I have family over there. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I'm here, I think about them. Whenever I'm there, I think about here. Uh, and that's like not the not the best um, feeling. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's like a, that's a compromise that you give for mm-hmm. moving abroad and also traveling around the world and meeting people. Yeah. And so you can have yeah. friends all over the world and you'll be missing mm-hmm. them and you cannot have mm-hmm. all of them in one place, which would be so yes. nice, but <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wish I could I, like you said it's like once you live abroad and you make friends your heart is divided in two or depends how many how many places you've lived yeah and how many friends you have yeah um but yeah it's like you're never 
I think after that, there's there's not one single place that you can call. I mean, there's not just only one mm-hmm. place that you can call home, because your friends. Of course, when you live abroad, your friends become your family, and you became my family. Uh, my friends, my German friends, became my family, and the, all the friends that I made there uh, became my family because I. I mean, my parents weren't there. My sister wasn't there. So mm-hmm. you are the people that I, we shared like a lot of things like happiness, sadness, <laughs> angry and everything. Like, and we yeah. spend Christmas together. You spend like New Year's Eve together. So it's like, yeah, you, you become family with your friends. So it's like now your heart is in different places. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's. A, 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 I think it's like a gift like to have people that you care about in other places in the world and that you have people that care about you in other places in the world but it's also very sad that they're not in the same place yeah <laughs> like yeah. <you> said <laughs> I yeah. wish they were but <laughs> this planet <laughs> is so huge and uh, there's yeah. a lot to explore While you're living here uh, abroad, mm-hmm. and yes, of course, you visit your home country and so on, mm-hmm. and you are still in touch with your friends and family. Uh, like the most important thing to know or to remember is that everyone else's life is also moving on. Like everyone oh, else yes. is also moving on. I don't know. I had this feeling before, um, and I've kind of came to realize like. Uh, in last trip to Kazakhstan they're moving on as well so like I was so mm-hmm. excited to be in Almaty to meet my friends finally but they were working like they had like nine mm-hmm. to six work and some of them were too busy and I felt a bit sad because I was so excited about the trip mm-hmm. and I'm finally there and I couldn't meet them like why mm-hmm. And uh, but everyone else is moving on too. Just because you are abroad doesn't mean that their mm-hmm. life is on pause. And yeah. when you're back, you'll feel the same as you felt before. Mm-hmm. You probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. That's also like good to know thing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe yeah to yeah. keep in mind. Yeah. Yeah. When I I when I was in Germany, I came back to visit like less than a year after I moved Mm -hmm. and it didn't felt that much different like some things had changed but not everything Mm -hmm. um but I actually feel the changes even more like now and the thing is that I haven't seen my friends as I used to um because of the pandemic and now everyone's doing different kind of jobs and they're traveling and they're moving abroad and it's like I wish things could be like back like before I moved Mm -hmm. like the dynamics and everything but it won't ever be the same ever again and uh it's yeah it's sad (laughs) (laughs) because also when you're you're living abroad is like um going back to your country and uh visiting your friends and families like 
going back to that safe place sometimes or that's how it felt for me like I'm going back to my safe place and my um, safety bubble I would say because it's what I've known my entire life but then you notice that inside this little bubble things also change and life goes on and it's like you yes you, you can expect things to be the same because everyone is living their life and trying to achieve their goals mm -hmm. and this will take them in different directions than before so I wanted to ask you like would you move to another country would you do it again like to a place where you don't know anyone maybe mm, uh, this is hard because I was always mm -hmm. open for adventures I was always curious Uh, mm -hmm. and I wanted to do new stuff and I was really up to do new stuff I'm, because I love mm -hmm. traveling and today I was actually thinking about that like what do I like about traveling and sense of traveling mm -hmm. and I think when you travel you have the feeling that you're right here at this moment and you don't think about mm -hmm. anything else you don't think about yes. the future you don't think about the past you're just yeah. exploring you're looking out you're looking over looking around the people and you're just exploring and that's a nice feeling mm -hmm. you're curious about things mm -hmm. and you're right here at the moment and but like traveling and living abroad is two different things mm -hmm. Uh, when you're living abroad, you have you moved all your life from a different place mm -hmm. to a different place, and you're starting yeah. your life like, completely at a new place to you, and that mm -hmm. might feel a bit odd to you because you don't know the place, you don't know the people, and also it gets takes a lot of time to get used to it, and mm -hmm. that's why it's stressful. Um, I would probably say yes, but like with the pandemic, it got really hard. Um, mm -hmm. Also, I think I kind of lost that excitement in me mm -hmm. already living here for three years. And I would say more like yes than no, but I would want to have the people that I know already over there. So it would be much mm -hmm. easier to settle down um, to get used to the life like as you know the drawbacks as you know the advantages and disadvantages of the of moving abroad you feel kind of reserved to do it mm -hmm. again yeah but once I get my um, sense of excitement or like being curious again I think um, that wouldn't make that difficult to me Mm -hmm. When I was 21, like, I did my um, Erasmus semester in Lithuania. I was just traveling <laughs> alone, like, doing solo trips in Italy, like, yeah. backpacking. Uh, and now when I look back, I feel like, wow, <laughs> you're crazy and you're <laughs> so open. Maybe mm -hmm. that would be or seem crazy to me now. I miss the feeling um, when I first moved Uh, to Germany and when I first missed, visited Frankfurt we went to the museum mm -hmm. and I felt so excited about mm -hmm. it and I was so new yeah. 
Like the Frankfurt yeah. I saw, it was completely different than I see it now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think I could move abroad once more, but that would definitely be my last time. Like if I move abroad, that's the place where I'm going to settle and where I'm going to, I don't know, grow roots or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless uh, things don't work out and then I move back to Honduras, but not to another country and another country and another <laughs> country. I mean, um, yeah, on I don't know. I, I, I was thinking like, but what if I, I marry a diplomat that has to be changing <laughs> from one country to another? Would that be bad? Well, I think... <laughs> No, no, because I wouldn't be alone. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I wouldn't be alone. So it's, I think that's really important for me if I move abroad again. If I move alone, uh, like just me moving to another place, I think that I, move, I would move to, to a place where I know at least one person. Mm-hmm. Um, because the experience in Germany, like going to study my master's degree abroad and whatever, I didn't care if I was, I, I actually wanted to be in a place where I didn't know anyone. Mm. I, I was looking forward to that and that was fine. And I really, I think I got a lot of good things out of that experience. Um, and I, I don't regret it at all, like at all. And I, but right now I want a different experience and I want to have at least one friend in the city I'm moving to or close to the city I'm moving. I would move to. And now if I'm and also if I'm going to settle down in a place, I also want to think about the future, you know, like um the next 20 years, for example, like um I'm very close to my parents, so I also want to to be in a place that it won't be hard to reach them or that they can reach me in just in case of an, an emergency or whatever because in 20 years of course they won't be younger and um yeah family is really important to me so that's a real like a huge factor to decide where i'm going to move i also miss having this this feeling of excitement that you were saying um for I always loved Frankfurt. <laughs> I never got bored of Frankfurt. <laughs> I loved the 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 buildings and the river and the sunset in the river where where you look the buildings on the other side. Uh, I always love that. But I I mean I I've I've lived there less than you. So I also miss this excitement of traveling and Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you. It's not the same thing traveling than moving to somewhere else. And also for me, it's really that's really important. Like I want to live in a place where I can have the facility of traveling and that is not super expensive. Right now, traveling from Honduras is very expensive. But hopefully that will change because now they're building another airport and hopefully prices will low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But right now it's very very expensive, so that it's 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 really frustrating because I really enjoy traveling um and and yeah going to new places to get excited about mm-hmm. uh, explore new cities and yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know that was really really awesome and 
So yeah, that's another factor for me to decide where I I want to live. I it's 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 not a a decision that you can make from one day to another. It might take months to years to decide if you want to move and where you want to move. But I think I would do it again. Um, yeah, that's definitely mm-hmm. hard, especially if you're putting on it your life. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're saying, you want to move only once now. Yeah, you don't want to be moving from one place to another, mm-hmm. and that makes it more important and more um, like you have to like sense of responsibility mm-hmm. that you have to think it through. Um, if you really like the place and if you see yourself in the future mm-hmm. leaving there and that's a lot like that can be really difficult yeah mm-hmm. also like when I moved to Germany I didn't think about it at all mm-hmm. I was just excited yeah. I was just excited to meet new people to see new places to travel around now if you've come to it very responsibly mm-hmm. then it makes it more difficult yeah and yeah of course when you're young you don't think it through and it's more ex- more exciting for mm-hmm. you and also not to think about it too much mm-hmm. makes it easier also i think one of the things just like that helps maybe like to settle down or mm-hmm. to understand the people the culture more mm-hmm. is to learn the language um, yeah. where you live of course at the at totally. the beginning you are not in a great level um, and mm-hmm. as you live like years you would probably mm-hmm. need to learn a language to get into mm-hmm. deep level with people yeah it's not like germans don't know english um, but in order to get into deep talks or like deep level with the people then i think you probably need to start the language or at least if they know or if they feel like you're trying they would mean a lot mm-hmm. to them and mm-hmm. i think it's like language is so important to them yeah yeah it, it it's because i i also even us maybe we can't express a hundred percent what we feel feel when we talk because english is not our um, native language. language yeah mm-hmm. so we can try to translate as best as possible but sometimes there's just something that is not possible to translate because the language has this uh emotion in it that you can just translate it. I I totally agree that it's very important to know the language, to really get immersed in the culture and to be open to more experiences and, and more people. Yeah, that also it's you have to be very careful when you just want like when you are trying to decide where to live because something that happened to me is that sometimes every city that I visited I was like oh I could live here 
<laughs> when you you first get there because you're excited to be in a new place and everything looks cool and blah blah um for example um one of my favorite cities is paris and i love paris i love how the architecture i love the amount oh, yeah. of art there is i love it i just love it but there's a huge difference on living in, in like visiting paris and living in paris because Uh, I remember that we experienced some trains that were so full, like a lot of people inside the trains. And that was so overwhelming. Yeah. And, you know, this, these little things that you might not see when you're, you're, when you're going as a tourist. So it's also very, like, for me at least, I, I think I should go to the city first before moving to a place and and decide like i mean to at least get to know a little bit and then decide like okay you have to think about the city in a very um neutral way not like oh yeah there's a huge building i love it i want to live here <laughs> i mean how is the public transportation how is the healthcare system all these things that will affect the everyday life are super important and It's, that's why it's also that also makes it harder to decide like yeah. where do you want to go but that's a very mature approach like to think it through <laughs> and then to try to see the city mm -hmm. travel there and to see if it if everything works the way you like it also the people mm -hmm. and then deciding to move there that's that's so mature um it's the age <laughs> it's age <laughs> as your friend would say <laughs> like so far i would think about moving to a place when i traveled to the cities and i mm -hmm. liked the city i liked how it how the architecture is um how mm -hmm. the infrastructure is because yeah maybe you also have it i have a list of like that the 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 points to be checked <laughs> yeah in order to fulfill the requirements for moving to the city yeah yeah exactly and the people people are important mm -hmm. yeah it's very important i didn't yeah. realize that actually yeah like in, in general how i feel myself in the city uh and that would make me think if i see myself living here Or maybe mm -hmm. it's just a city, maybe it's not a country, or maybe it's not a government. Like, am, mm -hmm. I, am I okay with the economy or, like, how the system functions mm -hmm. and so on? And also how, like, what advantages and disadvantages you have as a foreigner? Because it's not the same, mm -hmm. like, living. Of course, it's not the same for natives and for um, foreigners. So what are... Especially, I think, especially what are the, the disadvantages mm -hmm. so, to know if you can live with them. If it's okay for you to, like, for example, you have to go, I don't know, every year to, the, to this office to validate your visa and all this bureaucracy. So are you okay with that bureauc bureaucracy? Is it okay for you? Can you live with that? I don't know. For me, that's important as well. Yeah, yeah, true. But I guess like a lot of people don't realize that or don't really think about it through before moving to somewhere. Or mm -hmm. maybe like there's some, a lot of reasons, right? Maybe some people move for a job like mm -hmm. or 
because of their spouse or because of their significant other or um, education yeah and some people yeah. get lucky uh, like mm-hmm. when they move to a place that they really feel like it and at mm-hmm. the end they stay there that's where the yeah. luck comes yeah 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 we were talking the other day that that's very lucky when you are born in in a place and you feel a hundred percent percent comfortable living in that place your entire life yeah i i think that's a privilege that's a privilege <laughs> definitely mm-hmm. um yeah maybe like one more thing is that uh that can comfort you when you're sad or when you feel depressed when you feel stressed and if mm-hmm. you feel like why did i do this uh is that like the sense of um or the feeling or the knowledge that you can always move back or maybe there is a pressure from society that mm-hmm. you would consider as failure yeah uh, exactly but you wouldn't want to care about it um mm-hmm. and also there was one more like a good uh tip from a friend of mine uh when i visited kazakhstan last time and i was telling that i would feel sometimes uh very depressed very sad and mm-hmm. she mentioned that i could like have a feeling that you can always get a ticket and visit amati <laughs> yeah Kazakhstan. Uh, like yeah. as if you're visiting another country in Europe that would make mm-hmm. you feel much easier there isn't always opportunity to see the people there mm-hmm. so that really comforts me and also I think yeah. the knowledge of that you can always move back I think that's like huge what you said because sometimes yeah when you come from from a country that is not as let's say developed Mm -hmm. or whatever as any country in europe or some part of europe people it's like why are you coming back like why are you going back to honduras there's Mm -hmm. nothing there you can't like you can't do anything there and why just why why would someone go back (laughs) and i don't know people have, have their reasons and it's not a bad thing you know um I mean, I I came back because I couldn't find a job, and it was very a very complicated time mm-hmm. over like when when uh, when I finished my master's degree, and I couldn't stay there. Like I didn't have the the funds to stay there mm-hmm. as long as I wanted to, um, and a lot of factors. You know, the pandemic was a huge thing for me, as I said before, but. St- I don't know, maybe someone didn't just adapt to the country they were and that's fine. Or maybe someone is like, yeah, but I believe that I can do some change in my country or I really want to, I don't know. People have their reasons mm-hmm. and and I, I think those reasons should be respected. I mean, even if, if you stay, if you go back, whatever people choose, that should be respected because... Um, everyone is different and everyone has their own reasons and their own experiences and their own mind and as long as they're not harming anyone and as long as their decision makes them happy i think uh it shouldn't matter if you go back yeah it shouldn't feel like guilt like you shouldn't have like this guilty Mm -hmm. feeling if you're going back It's, it's okay yeah it's okay 
Yeah, you have to be very selfish in this case. Yeah, you have to、mm-hmm. see and acknowledge what you feel. If you're actually happy、mm-hmm. being here or or always sad,、uh, then in、mm-hmm. that case, it's like you have to take care of yourself, not yeah, not to think about people, what people would think. Lighten it up, <laughs> because we've mentioned a lot of like sad things.、Yeah. To lighten it up, like why is it worse to try to move abroad? Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so the, I think for me the best things about moving abroad was meeting people from all over the world. Like I, I would have never guessed that I would have a sister from Kazakhstan. Like. <laughs> Never, ever, ever, ever、Me、in my、neither. life, and now, yeah, and now you're in my life forever, and that's amazing. I, I mean, I met people from countries that I didn't even knew、mm-hmm. or remember existed because I know that I learned them in school, but I didn't remember. Like,、uh, yeah, a lot of places that I was like, wow, are you really from that place? Like, that's so cool. <laughs> I mean, that was that was a very, very nice. Thing and also, I think that living abroad and living alone also helped me to discover myself and to know that I'm a stronger person than I thought that I was, and that I can, I can do a lot of things that I wouldn't thought that I could do before. And also,、um, yeah, traveling is a huge, huge, huge thing that I, I oh, I always be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Living abroad, like I could visit so many places. Maybe not as much as I wanted to because money and time, and pandemic. But <laughs> I visit so so many places, and it was just wonderful. And I never want to stop traveling ever again. I want to keep doing that my entire life.、Um, and yeah, all the people that I met. I I think that's one I would never change that. I. For me,、mm-hmm. like the people I met traveling, yeah, and and meeting and getting to know myself better, I think that's the huge things that I can take out from from living abroad, and I wouldn't change that for anything. Don't regret it at all, despite maybe all the things that we talked about that are not maybe happy things, but the things that that I earn from that experience are far more、um, important、mm-hmm. than the the sad. Things maybe or the not so bright things. True, you're getting、mm-hmm. to know yourself better. That's like, one hundred percent, and、mm-hmm. you grow as a person, as an individual.、Yeah. Um, also, one of the things is that you will have a good idea of the good and bad of your own society, like of your own、oh, country,、yeah. like some things、yeah. that you never thought was off. Um, and、mm-hmm. then moving abroad, like comparing both things, you will get an idea、mm-hmm. that that might be actually better functioning if it was that way or that way. So it's just very exciting, and、uh, like if especially you have to, you will have to be strong, independent,、mm-hmm. curious,、yeah. and be able to keep it together. Under、yeah. a lot of stress, <laughs> feelings of extreme yeah. loneliness, yeah,、uh, like general differences, but it is exciting.、Yeah. Like 
you're curious when you're open mm -hmm. to a world yeah that that's very important you have to be open if you're open then despite all the maybe st stressful moments if you're open then you will enjoy it mm -hmm. no matter what and yeah that's 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 very important exactly And also, just I want to say, yeah, uh -huh. you get to know when you get to know a lot of people from all over the world. You also can grab the good things that they they have from their own cultures and <laughs> also the culture of the country where you're living. And one of the things that I got from Kazakhstan is that I now make a salad that they <laughs> that you do <laughs> in New Year's Eve. <laughs> so now it's a tradition. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I want to make it a tradition here as well. <laughs> oh, wow, that's so nice to hear. Uh, oh, and I also learned how to say bad words in Russian, thanks, thanks to Ica. <laughs> well, not bad words, but like menacing things. Like, like no one can mess with me. Expressing your true self <laughs> in, yeah, Russian. in Russian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's what I thought. Oh, my bad. <laughs> like one and a half hours or more I know <laughs> <laughs> sorry everyone for talking a lot but I hope this I hope this will help someone and uh, someone will enjoy our conversation and yes I yeah. hope so too um, and we can be friends I don't know, <laughs> with uh, anyone who's listening let's be friends <laughs> yeah I and mean, you can leave your uh, like social media oh. accounts or oh, whatever course. if you want it <laughs> now I feel like a like an influencer. <laughs> If you want more content, please follow me and subscribe uh, and click the bell. Yeah, subscribe and and click on the bell so you can. <laughs> yeah, no, please let me know if you. I mean, maybe people want to talk about this even more. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. I'm. I mean, I'm not as open as Aika because I. This is I'm something not. I also admire about you. I'm more introverted, so. I'm not I'm not a bad person. I'm just shy and introverted. But if you want to talk more then yeah, you can write me on my Instagram that is lucia.ic and yeah, I will be happy to answer. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, you're such an amazing person. Oh. You showed <laughs> me so many compliments on my own podcast. Now I feel so <laughs> Yeah, of course. As if That's it was what I'm planned. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, none of this was planned. Just recording today was planned, and the topic, but nothing else. <laughs> thank you so yeah, much for sharing for me. so many personal things, so many personal stories, um, and I really enjoyed it. And you'll be also here on my podcast, maybe for another yes. episode, because you're yes, amazing. Yes, I would be very honored to to be in your <laughs> podcast again. I really had a, a, an amazing time. Uh, it's always really nice to talk to you and I, I, I think the only thing that's missing here it's either a slice of pizza oh. or uh, noodles <laughs> true yeah. we would always get pizza and coca-cola <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, not anymore now I'm just drinking water no nice <laughs> good good <Yeah>. habit <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah thank you so much Aika it's a pleasure to to be here in this project of yours and I really hope, wish you all 
success with this uh, and you are a very smart person and it's really nice to hear you and to talk with you about deep topics Aww. so thank you again it was always <laughs> great for me to talk you about this thank you i appreciate it